Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here's Shreyas Lada. Shreyas, welcome into Sports Daily here on a Monday. How are you, man? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Is nine points good enough for you? I expected a bigger win. I'm not sure it is. I know it was emotional, and they looked like it was going to be more than that at times. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad they won. Don't get me wrong. But it felt like it should be more than that. Uh I think so. I mean, they started off pretty ice cold. And, you know, Missouri, like the Dennis Gates said, they were the better team for 14 minutes. Um, And then things slowly started to fall in Kansas's place once the defense picked up and Missouri stopped making some crazy threes. Uh, I think just something with this team that I've noticed is, like, these really big spreads, they're rarely going to cover it because you need to shoot a lot of threes to, I think, cover these spreads. So I, I don't know if you guys have seen like the 30-point spreads they've had against some lesser teams and this and that. They have not covered a single one of those. Uh, just because they don't shoot the amount of threes that you need them to shoot, I think, for them to cover these big spreads. So I think it was like 13 coming into the game. And I was like, it could be, I was like 50-50 in the sense they could cover the spread. They couldn't. Um, but it, I mean, you know, I, I think they did what they should have done they probably could have done it in a prettier way and they probably could have been better at different points, but you know, they beat Missouri for the third straight time since the resumption of the border battle, border showdown, border war, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, you know, Kansas has one loss in the season and that was a number four Marquette team. So, so far so good for Bill Self and his squad. You know, sure. at one point in the first half, the Jayhawks fell down by nine points and it really looked like Missouri came into Allen Fieldhouse they were ready for the atmosphere, ready for the environment early on. What do you attribute the early struggles in that game on Saturday to? Do you think it was just Missouri hitting some shots and they were more poised? Or do you think there was something else going on with Kansas that led to that early deficit? Well, I think Missouri did an excellent job of making KU play offense differently. If you guys saw, they were double and triple channeling uh, Hunter Dickinson, which basically said, they, they told Kansas almost like, okay, well, you're not going to be this with Hunter Dickinson, uh, so you better figure out your offense some other way. And so Kansas had to play through its guards offensively, I think, early on a little bit. And I think there was an adjustment there. And, you know, Missouri did an excellent job of keeping Hunter out of his spots, especially in the first half. I mean, he had two points on two shots. You know, like no team has done as good a job against Hunter as anybody, as, as Missouri's done, I think, in the country. And, and he still finished with – a double-double with 13 points and 16 rebounds, which tells you how good he is. Uh, but, 
you know, I think that was a big thing. I think a little bit it was Missouri was making some really tough threes uh, early on that I think Kansas just couldn't quite answer. So I think that allowed them to get to a, a bigger lead, uh, a lead in the game. And uh, I think it's interesting to kind of see uh, just how this Kansas team reacted, I think, to this Missouri defense and how they adjusted and, uh, you know, adjusted to different ways. Like, I know late in the game they had K.J. Adams bring up the ball, and I wrote a whole story about how his ball handling skills, like they trust him to bring up the ball, and he showed it off there, and it led to a quick assist for uh, Marco Jackson. So it's been interesting to see, you know, how teams that guarded Hunter and Kansas as a whole and how it's forcing Bill Self and his coaching staff to get creative uh, against different teams. Well, I, you brought up KJ Adams, and I do want to get to him. But before we do that, Dewan Harris again. Um, he was, you know, five assists to four turnovers. He's not scoring. I, I, what's going on there? Like, how? What is? What's going on with Dewan Harris, who has been the steadying force for this team for three years now? He's just not. He's not look the same for him. And KJ Adams has picked it up, but. I mean, maybe he's picked it up a little bit to pick up some of that slack. What's going on with Harris, and, and what is it that he needs to do to get back to the Dewan Harris we've seen for a couple of years now? I think maybe it's just an adjustment to the fact that this team is so differently built uh, compared to teams of the past uh, that he's been on. You know, like, there's a lot of different guys that can do a lot of different things. Um, and, I mean, like, I don't think he was necessarily bad against uh, – Missouri. I mean, he had eight points on six shots, five assists. I mean, yeah, he had some turnovers, but, you know, I think you'd take a three of six night from Dewan Harris from what he hasn't done, I think, the rest of the year. I mean, he had a, a decent game against uh, I think the the team before Missouri. I'm, I'm blanking out. Kansas City, sorry. Um, and, and he had some, he took some shots there, but, I mean, you want him to take a little more, but I, I think I'd take six shots you know, for Dewan, because he hasn't really shot the ball much at all. And, I mean, the offensive urgency, I feel like, hasn't really come on that end from Kansas in the sense that they need the, the, the point guard like Dewan or whoever to score. But I think I think for Kansas to reach its full potential, they need Dewan and, and El Marco to kind of figure out their offensive struggles and issues. And uh, that means Dewan needs to be aggressive to taking it to the rim and, I think, take care of the ball a little better. Uh, than he has so far this season. But I, I don't feel like, you know, the ball handling, like, I mean, the turnovers and stuff like that, it doesn't feel like, at least to me, uh, a back-breaking thing, at least right now. Uh, I think for me, the, the thing that I've noticed is when Dewan is completely, you know, not willing to shoot the ball or take it to the basket or whatever, it puts a tremendous amount of pressure on Hunter Dickinson and Kevin McCullough. And in that turn, that's where KJ Adams has stepped up and, and done a tremendous job last three games in upping his own offensive production and taking, uh, you know, letting the defense that has sagged off, especially as much as Missouri did, and making them pay. I want to go back to something that you mentioned a few minutes ago about Missouri doing a, a really good job on Hunter Dickinson. And, you know, you look at his final stat line 13 points, 16 rebounds. But it was kind of a quiet 13 and 16, I thought. Were there? Do you think that there are things that Missouri did against Hunter Dickinson that other teams, like especially once KU gets into Big 12 play, that these Big 12 opponents can take from and utilize that as you know a way to 
combat what Hunter Dickinson brings to the table? Yeah, absolutely. I think they can limit his thing. Uh, I mean, limit his success, but we saw in the second half, they still ended up, he still ended up getting 13 points, 16 rebounds after scoring two points and two shots or four. So Kansas adjusted. Uh, you know, it, it's really, really fascinating how the fact of the matter is that, you know, like this Kansas team is going to go as far as Kevin McCullough and Hunter Dickinson lead them. And if one or the two is shut out completely, it becomes a lot harder for Kansas to win. And I'd say come March, come, you know, deep tournament time, you know, Big 12 tournament time, that could be an issue. But I think having the chance to go against the Missouri team that did such a great job against Hunter Dickinson is a great thing for KU, and it's probably a great thing for the Big 12 opponents because they can look at that and adjust their scheme accordingly against Hunter. Uh, But more importantly, it also gave KU some great tape on what they need to do when Hunter is not the primary option on offense. Uh, so back to KJ Adams real quick. Shreya Slada joining us, beat reporter for KU Hoops, KU Football at the KC Star. You can follow him on social media at SHRE98. KJ Adams is it seems to be reaching a new level offensively. I wonder how much is still there, you think? Have they given any indication on that? Because his role is expanding offensively, and, and he's been so efficient offensively, it makes me wonder, is there more there? Could they make him you know, as a plan, more featured in the offense and continue to grow his role in that way to combat some of the, you know, if Dickinson offensively isn't, you know, what he can be or McCuller has a four for 15 shooting night as he did. I mean, to me, he's so clearly the third option. And I don't know that we expected that, but it looks good while they're doing it. I mean, I to be honest with you, I kind of expected it after you know, the dismissal of our Terry Morris because, I mean, who else was going to be the, the third offensive right. option? I guess maybe if a Marshall had kind of figured out, the, I mean, I guess taken a bigger leap than I expected this early on. You know, I mean, he was the third guy last year too, right, I'd say. Uh, so I, I think it's it's just a continuation of his growth on the offensive end from last year. And I've been very high on K.J. Adams. I think he's an NBA player. I think if he can shoot a jump shot, he's going to be in the NBA for a very long time because he does – everything else really really well i mean obviously his rebounding has not been as good as you hoped this season but i think the adjustment from playing against you know bigger and tougher uh opponents where you're boxing them out and letting your re- teammates get rebounds to, to being you know put on a, a guy who's a four-man who might not be the best rebounder has i think hurt his numbers a little bit uh but i mean offensively he's, he's going through a true incredibly great stretch i think he's number one and he's a career high at assist rate true shooting percentage, effective field goal percentage, uh, you know, offensive rating, like a bunch of different things, you know, according to Ken Palm. And he's looked so good. I, I'm really intrigued to see if he will feel a little more comfortable with just take a step back and take those 15-foot jumpers instead of just doing the floater because it seems like the floater's become a very nice weapon of his. But I think the next step for him is, is just to feel comfortable for the mid-range, right? Because he does – uh, a tremendous job switching on defense. He's so, so good on that end. Uh, he's a good facilitator. You know, he's, he finds a way to get the ball to the right person more often than not. I've always been very impressed with that. Um, I think he could have a, a bigger offensive load, especially because, you know, Kevin, you know, self has said Kevin doesn't expect, he doesn't expect Kevin to keep up this crazy offensive start. So maybe Kevin's numbers, you know, and usage drops a little bit 
and that's where KJ Adams comes in and, and help, helps fill in the gaps. You mentioned the struggles that the Jayhawks have had in covering these large spreads throughout the season and really attributing that to the three-point shooting and the struggles they've had there. Uh, Nick Timberlake, you know, still really isn't there. He did have a made three-pointer on Saturday, but you kind of, I think, have to take the good with the bad a little bit with Nick Timberlake. Do you think that as this season rolls on, and especially getting into conference play, this lack of successful three-point shooting is going to come back to bite the Jayhawks? I think so. I mean, I, I think um, I wrote about it a couple of days ago. Like about mailbag, I like think it's a concerning trend to me that they are shooting uh, a three hundred first. I think in like I think this was a couple of days ago, three like three hundred one number in, in three point rate uh, overall, which is kind of nuts. That's like the lowest in self era by like almost one hundred fifty, uh, hundred plus, hundred fifty point uh, you know ranking spots. So. You know, people talk about the fact that their percentage is pretty good. And and to me, that doesn't really mean anything because you need to watch the games. And, and I think, you know, if you watch the games, you can clearly see they're not shooting the three-point ball. And they win games based on defense and taking selective shots when they come. And, you know, it, it's a little bit of a mirage. Uh, if you can't shoot the three-point shot, you're not going to shoot it a lot. And if you're not going to shoot it a lot, your three-point rate's not going to be that high. But when you do take it, Ideally, you're making it more often than not because they're more selective about the shots they're taking, right? So that's what, you know, the percentage just kind of set to us so far. Uh, I think it's 100% in the cards for this team for them to be upset in March or in the Big 12 tournament because some other team got really hot and they couldn't keep up because a guy like Nick Timberlake hasn't quite figured it out by then or or didn't figure out at all. Uh, I think that is in the cards and that an offensive uh, rebounding rate is another big thing. I think they're like uh, number like 301 or like, you know, they're really low on that end. It's the lowest rate ever uh, for a Bill Self team by quite a, bu- uh, quite a bit. And that's a bit concerning as well. Uh, I think those two things are the things that worry me the most about this team. But I think this defense is going to give them a chance to win a lot of games and go and make a deep tournament run. And if they can get the offense going from the inside out uh, and make some timely three-pointers, who knows? You know, like they, they 100% can win a title. I, I think it's just going to be a little bit of luck of the draw on that end and hoping you don't run into a team that can go bombs away for three and, and put you out of the tournament early. <clears throat> Villanova. Uh, all right, Trius, uh, we will have a while before we play again, so plenty of opportunities for people to check out your work at the KC Star. You can follow Trius at SHRE98. We appreciate the visit. Let's do it again next week. Yeah, appreciate having me, guys. Uh, great talking to y'all. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.